The Kayfabe Crunch is powered by Grapple Aid, the new wrestling-themed sports drink some people are talking about. Packed with electrolytes, H2O, and atoms, Grapple Aid replenishes, renourishes, and rejuvenizes your tired, broken body. Feeling low energy? Grab a Grapple Aid. Warning: This product may cause neon urine. The Kayfabe Crunch. Switching gears to the news. Good news! This is your Kayfabe Crunch for Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. I'm Tucker Tiltawell Backbreaker. Coming up, we have all the latest from Raw, plus a tier list where we rank all of the Extreme Rules pay-per-views from worst to best. Won't that be exciting? Do I have to do that? But first, on this day in grappling history. In 1990, Sting won his first World Heavyweight Championship by utilizing a roll-up which actually goes against the modern theory that the small package is a recent phenomena that's used by lazy millennial wrestlers. <laughs> More like lazy millennial wrestling journalists, am I right? Oh, oh wait, that's, that's, that's me. And in 1996, Hulk Hogan revealed himself as the third man and the NWO was born. This marked the end of 15 years of Hulk Hogan fighting for the rights of every white man, as Hogan's true colors were revealed. And as we all know, his preferred colors were revealed in a later video. <laughs> the only jokes I'll be making about Hulk Hogan are the fact that he's a racist. Maybe also Mr. Nanny from time to time. And now, let's get on with the slated surprise news. Top story, it's a two-man band. Yes, Drew McIntyre opened Raw by speculating on the stipulation that Dolph Ziggler could choose for their match. He first suggested a steel cage or a no-disqualification match. Pretty standard. But then he suggested a laser beam shark match, you heard me, above a volcano. <laughs> Look, Drew, that's obviously hyperbole, and I'm going to forgive you, mainly because you could hurt me. But to disrespect the real and serious sport of professional wrestling by suggesting that? Sharks can't breathe lava. To my knowledge, no living creature can. And, and even if they could, lasers won't fire under the extreme heat from the volcano. Just think about it next time. Can't wait for that swamp fight, though. The show-off then finally showed up and stated his selection was a secret. Instead, he belittled Drew for always leaving people behind on his rise to the top and that he had brought a very special guest with him. Slater Gator! That's right, the hottest free agent in professional wrestling returned to Raw. Wow, what a treat! What a treat in these trying times. He, Slater, yes. That's only like 30% sarcasm, I, I love the guy. 
Slater asked McIntyre, Where were you for me? Where were you for me? Powerful stuff. It turns out when McIntyre was fired in 2014, Slater called him every day, whereas McIntyre didn't do the same earlier this year. To be fair to Drew, there's a pandemic happening and he's busy, but we see Slater's point. McIntyre then gave Slater a match, presumably for his kids or something, and defeated his former bandmate in seven seconds. Ziggler then attacked Slater, presumably for his kids or something, and the champ made the save. The two bandmates then posed together in the ring, united once more, all while Jinder Mahal sat at home, staring at his silent phone, weeping. And now it's time for your fast count, the corporate philanthropy of news. SummerSlam has been moved to the Performance Center. Latest reports suggest that WrestleMania 40 might be able to take place at full sale with fans in attendance. Might. Rey Mysterio fails his oral optometrist's exam. I'm willing to take it a step further and pull your eye out with my bare hands. Bailey and Banks claim never to sleep. However, this is false, as our sources claim they saw the tag champs sleeping on the floor of their locker room. MVP unveils new United States Championship. Massive Stripes, yes. Massive Eagle, yes. Massive Font, oh yes. Kyrie Sane reveals she's not actually a pirate. The Joshi sensation stated, Pirates used to be silly characters, but then I learned about modern-day pirates with the human trafficking and all, and I don't want to be a pirate anymore. Orton spends Raw yelling at third-generation wrestlers. Sources say he was last seen flushing his own head down the toilet in a weird act of self-harm. Seth Rollins tries out his new pirate nicknames. One-legged Kevin and one-eyed Ray. Why is everything pirate-themed? Cedric Alexander revealed to be in the catering business. Rumor has it he's hoping for one of those secret small business loans. You know, like Kanye got. And that's your fast count. You've been counted out. Walk the plank. On slow news days, wrestling journalists like to look back at the history of our great sport. So, on this slow news day, I'd like to offer my informed and fact-based opinions on the history of Extreme Rules. The Extreme Rules event began in 1978, but as it was held in a backyard in northwest Pennsylvania and witnessed by only nine people, including the wrestlers, this inaugural event is oft forgotten. WWE revived the show in 2009, and it has been held every year ever since. That's 11 years in a row for those who don't want to do the maths, and 63 years in a row for those who think maths is a nonsense construct. 
During the main event of Extreme Rules 2009, CM Punk cashed in his Money in the Bank contract to become World Heavyweight Champion. For new fans, the World Heavyweight Championship is what we had before the Universal Championship, and CM Punk is what we had before Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins actually holds the record for the most Extreme Rules main events, at a whopping four. Which doesn't sound like a lot until you realize there have only been 11, and then that's like, I don't know, 76% or something. Nonsense construct. So, should you watch previous Extreme Rules events? Yes, some is the simple answer to that question, but let's give them an official ranking from worst to best. Otherwise, are these words even journalism? Okay, let's get on with the list, worst to best. 2018, 2013, 2011, 2019, 2015, 2017, 2010, 2009, 2014, 2012, and 2016. Again, that's 2018, 2013, 2011, 2019, 2015, 2017, 2010, 2009, 2014, 2012, and 2016. Just one more time for our slow listeners, in case you didn't have time to grab a pen and paper. 2018, 2013, 2011, 2019, 2015, 2017, 2010, 2009, 2014, 2012, and 2016. And now you know. Think I've done my job there? It's, that's what people like, isn't it? Lists. Everyone, everyone loves a good list. <laughs> Four years of studying wrestling journalism at university and... Now I write lists. There's just time for some local wrestling news now. A masked man has been spotted in the suburbs of Orlando. Police reports say he must be a luchador, as it's not normal to see people wearing masks in this part of the country. So, if you've lost your luchador, please contact your local authorities. He loves you, he misses you, and he wants to come home. Join us Saturday when we'll ask, can Lacey Evans end racism? And remember, you can support this podcast by going back and listening to the episodes you might have missed. That's not really how current events programming works, but, well, you're smart. Y you know this isn't, this isn't news. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch. You're not quite daily, not quite news. Bump for the world of professional wrestling. The Kayfabe Crunch is powered by Grapple Aid, the only sports drink being marketed to you right this second. Despite our name, Grapple Aid is neither grape or apple flavored. Instead, we offer tangy flavors that have been likened to body sweat, dolphin blubber, yesterday's lettuce, regret, and ham, which is great. Zero competition. The Kayfabe Crunch.